Hi, everyone. This is Joanne with the Talks with Joe podcast. Welcome back. And today I have another special guest with me, my friend Nikki. Say hi. Hey, everybody. It's an honor to be here. (laughs) (laughs) So Nikki's like an expert in all things magic. So I'm just like curious about everything she does. So I'm just like so excited to have her on the show. (laughs) Thank you. Not really an expert. You know, we're always learning something. There's always something to learn down this path. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, with that being said, like, how did you first get into, like, practicing magic and witchcraft, quote, quote? <laughs> okay, no, for sure. Um, that's kind of hard, because I've always been interested in this, um, like, in, like, occult mysticism and stuff ever since I was a kid. Um, I guess it, I don't know, like, my family has always kind of been into it. But they never really practiced it themselves. Um, I remember, like, my mom telling me stories about, like, when she was, like, back in the mother country for her. (laughs) Um, You know, they would practice, like, some, like, folk magic. Mm -hmm. And that, like, some of our relatives were, like, mediums. Ooh. Right, right. That, that, That sounded, like, really cool. But, like she didn't really like teach me a lot of that mm-hmm. like it took me like a little bit later down the road to find out that like oh hey like we have like family that like contacts like spirits and stuff and mm-hmm. I always thought that was like pretty cool pretty interesting but I guess like in regards to me like actively practicing I would say it my curiosity really started to grow when I was like in high school mm-hmm. I, I didn't really like you know, like, talk about it too much, because, like, I didn't really know a lot of other people that were into it. Yeah. Um, so I was just kind of, like, a closet, like, magician or whatever. <laughs> um, but I always, like, when I was younger, like, I would say probably around, like, when I was, like, in the third or fourth grade, I started picking up more books on, like, mm-hmm. um, like, symbolism and stuff like that. And, like, I remember like, oh man, I really want to go ahead and enhance like my psychic abilities. (laughs) You know, like every kid kind of like has some sort of like interest into what's considered like supernatural. Mm -hmm. And then when you're an adult and you start, or I guess like even a teenager and you start practicing, you're like, oh dude, like a lot of this isn't really as supernatural as like we'd yeah for it to be you know <laughs> I love how you said um closeted magician because like uh because I got my Reiki certification like earlier this year and then I realized when I started doing that I would like get visions of things and yeah at first yeah. it would freak me the hell out I was like I don't want this <laughs> like, yeah no absolutely and it took me a while like you know to be become accepting of it and I'm like scared to tell people like when I first meet people like oh I can see things yeah (laughs) and like it's just like oh they they're gonna think I'm weird and I feel like very closeted in that way (laughs) too exactly to that exactly that's how like that's pretty much how I've been like most of my life because like you know when let's say like when you're younger and you start seeing like weird shadowy figures or like things that like to you they look absolutely real and like right in front of you yeah 
other people around you are like, what the fuck are you talking? Sorry, am I allowed to curse? Oh, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, and then, like, other people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, there's nobody there, or, like, they'll, like, I'll be like, you can't smell this scent. You're like, no, what? No, you guys. And it not just comes with that, it also comes with the feeling. Like, you just feel that something is there. And then, like, you know how you get goosebumps out of nowhere. Like, I, I feel like something's here. Yeah, exactly. Just like, wait, what? What are you talking about? You're crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's kind of how it was. Like, um, like when I did, when I got more involved with uh, doing readings, or especially with tarot, uh, tarot readings. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know. Like, a lot of people expect you to kind of like, oh, like, did you hear messages, or like, is whoever, like, my spirit guides and such, like, trying to communicate with you and Personally, for me, that's not really the case, but you kind of get, like, these weird rush of, like, images. I know what you mean. Like, oh my gosh, I can't focus, like, yeah, too much, like, like, that's coming to mind, and so I, like, I really, really have to take my time and be, like, okay, so, like, just, like, to throw one off the bat, or, like, as an example, it'd be, like, um, you're in a relationship, but like whoever is the masculine in the relationship or who plays Mm -hmm. the masculine role in this relationship, um, they have a tendency to like lie to you and they like, they, they're trying to like start a new, like new path in their life or something like that. Mm -hmm. And like, sure enough, like, I'll get like a like email like the next day be like dude oh my god Nikki like I just found out that like my like my lover or my significant other is cheating on me and it's like oh okay well (laughs) I kind of confirmed something yeah (laughs) it's kind of weird but like um you kind of just see like these like weird like flashes of like or I don't know like you feel the emotions yeah that are like evoked or invoked from that and then you can kind of see like weird imagery it's interesting yeah I mean I'm trying to get better at tarot and I have the same Mm -hmm. feeling like when I really like I really have to get into like the mindset to pull cards otherwise like I'll be like oh this card I don't know what they're like there's no meaning to me here but when I'm like really really focused it's just like comes rushing all at once and I'm just like oh my god like where do I even begin (laughs) yeah no like it it can be like extremely draining like doing any sort of like reading or energy work for that matter like Mm -hmm. uh like especially let's say with um well divination in general takes a lot of work because of how focused you are Mm -hmm. um like a lot of magic or people who like do any sort of ceremonial rituals yeah that can be like extremely draining because it's like you're really trying to focus like your intent into like the singular goal or you're transmuting like different emotions into what your end goal is supposed to be and not only is that like mentally taxing, but that's like emotionally taxing and then physically taxing too. Yeah. It's so when it comes sad. to that, like <laughs> you have like some kind of self-care ritual because obviously we cannot be absorbing other people's energies all the time. Like we have to protect ourselves first. So do you have any right. kind of, like self-care um, ritual that you do like when you get too drained from doing these readings? Um, yeah. So for me, I... There, there are periods of time where I kind of have to step away from doing readings. Like, um, like I, I can't, 
like it's been like maybe like a few months that I've done readings for other people because of just like the in search of like energy and like visions that you would be getting mm -hmm. so yeah like I'll, I'll like completely step away from like doing readings I'll like and when I was doing it regularly, I have to like do anything that's like mundane, like get out of the house, go for a walk, yeah. go eat something. Like yeah. it really helps to like, it helps me that like I have like dogs in my house. So I'm oh, just like, oh, yeah. okay, like I'm going to go play with them because like they're, they're cute, they're cuddly and there's something like very comforting about having like, I, I don't want to call them a familiar, but like just having like a creature comfort. Yeah, have like any, and they give you like unconditional love. Like your pet yeah. loves you; <laughs> they yeah, can't no, hate exactly. you no matter what you say or do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like tarot. Like it's one of your modalities, but do you have like a favorite tool that you use? Um. So I started to get more into automatic writing. Oh yes. Yeah, right? Yes. Okay, so you've heard of it. Yeah, so automatic <laughs> writing. Um, I, I, I quite like it more than I like tarot. Mm -hmm. But, like, um, there's just some things that's automatic writing where it's like, okay, like, you transcribe, like, whatever message it is when you either connect with, let's say, let's say you're connecting with, like, your, your higher self or if you're mm -hmm. connecting with, like, an invoked, like, spirit. Mm-hmm. There is some messages that you get where it's like I like I cannot share this with other people. And it's like it's personally like just for you, you know? Yeah. And sometimes like the energy that you get from like channeling these kind of messages can be like um it, it it's like some form of like divination or channeling, but like it it can be really taxing. Mm -hmm. I think I would say probably a little bit more taxing than doing tarot, but there is something about um automatic writing that feels like it feels more intimate yeah you know yeah I know what you mean and that's what I like because it's kind of like okay well I'm a, like a direct like vessel to like get this message and like it, it's right there in like my face instead of like okay well I'm doing tarot and it's like um you even though you're getting like these flat like flat flood ugh, flood of images or flashes of images like there's still some kind of like disconnect. Mm -hmm. It's not as, let's say, like direct. Yeah. As opposed to, yeah, automatic, automatic writing. Because writing. Mm -hmm. you're getting it directly. It's not like it's going through the cards. Um, yeah, like I yeah. like I don't know it's the same thing, but I journal a lot. And then there's uh -huh. a lot of journal entries that I've had like earlier in this year. And then going back and reading it now, I'm just like, did I write that? doesn't this yeah. does not sound like me like I, that that sounds way too eloquent right, <laughs> for, right. for it being me because I, I am I that good of a writer oh. like, I just like <laughs> question it like it's like it feels like it's coming from some kind of source you know like, right you go yeah. back reading it it's just like whoa dang and then, then yeah. it's like the one that um, messages like you need at that exact moment too now mm -hmm. that I'm like reading these um, my writing again. Yeah. No, I think, um, journaling, like it, I, I'd say like, it's probably like a, um, less intensive form of like automatic writing. Cause you kind of like tap into like this flow state. 
mm-hmm. where you like, okay, well, I know this is like the message that like needs to be out. Like you kind of feel like very centered, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so is there like, cause I know with witchcraft, there's lots of spells that are involved. I know you helped me with like a candle magic um, <laughs> spell. I forgot uh-huh. one, but you were so helpful. So like, please <laughs> oh, um, tell us more about that. Uh, candle magic. Um, so you're working with the element of fire and with fire that tends to be like very, um, it's very powerful and very rapid in terms of like your manifestation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like, I mean, that's like the main like modality I work with um, in terms of any sort of like ritual work. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to like, I don't know, like, I feel like if I'm ever faced with like an issue that it's like, no, I need some change. Like I need to see some rapid change and I need mm-hmm. to see it fast. Like, okay, girl, let's go ahead and pull <laughs> out like some taper candles. Let's get out like the fixed candles and such and <laughs> work with that because yeah. out of any other form of magic I've worked with, um, like it's, it brings in like a lot of, or not a lot, but it shows like, almost near instant results in the like physical realm oh I mean you know everyone's kind of different you know yeah but um that's kind of like my main modality um I typically work with like different types of like spirits too Mm -hmm. so that also like enhances um like my work with like candle magic and such. Okay, do you have an example of like when you did candle magic and then your manifestation came? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so this was probably back in, I would say like, I, like let's go back to like 2019 because this was when like, I was just kind of like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and do like some sort of like love candle magic, right? Or like yeah. an attraction. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like, it was in the beginning of the year and I was kind of going through like a rough breakup at that time. Mm-hmm. And like, your girl just needed some like, <laughs> you need to feel good, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, girls need <laughs> love, come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I was going through like a breakup at that time and I was like, fuck it. Like, let me go ahead and do like a love attraction spell. And so like, it, it was just like one pink taper. I wasn't really expecting much. I did my um, inscription, like I carved and dressed the candles with like mm-hmm. certain oils and whatnot. I wrote out my petition on a, like a name paper and you know, did my thing, did a lot of visualization. And at that time I wasn't really working with like I wasn't invoking spirits it was just kind of like okay hey universe hey like (laughs) guardian angels and like whoever is out there that loves me (laughs) work with me here (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know and um I think after like not even joking like after like a few days like I started I don't know like I started feeling like a lot more confident attractive and I had people like kind of like messaging me on Facebook or like Instagram that like I haven't spoken to in like 
months or maybe even years, right? And oh. they're like, hey, so how's it going? And it's their guys. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, like one thing led to another. I, I found myself wanting to go out more, which is yeah. just a big thing with um, love magic. Like, especially <laughs> if you're single and you're doing love magic, it helps to like put yourself out there. Yeah. And like, I, I, felt there's like this saying like I felt like I had long hair because like I like I would have guys like either hit me up or buy me drinks if I go to a venue or go to like a show or whatever mm-hmm. and I think like maybe after like a month of doing that uh, after a month of doing that spell um that's how I found my boyfriend now uh, girl what yeah, <laughs> we've been together for like almost two years wow amazing yeah it's amazing how like um you know it's all about like intention oh yeah when it when it all boils down to it like you can light as many candles and buy as many oils and herbs but if you don't really have the right intention in place or if you don't really break it down yeah um you your manifestation could become like either very minimal or almost fruitless yeah and then at the same time like you were going out and everything like to a mm-hmm. person doing candle magic and then trying to attract in love they have to get into the alignment with that too exactly. you know like you yeah. have to get put yourself out there you can't be staying at home and lighting this candle like obviously yep. it's not I... going to happen yeah so, yeah <laughs> I mean, and I did, like, remember when I asked you, like, for help on my, like, love candle magic, I was like, okay, how do I do this? I'm so ready. And then, um, obviously, it hasn't happened yet. But, like, in my mind, it's like, is every single part of me, like, down for this? Like, is this something that I really, really want to call in? Like, yes, a part of me wants it, but I feel like there's a part of me that also, like, is enjoying my time alone so maybe that's why it's not coming in yet because like exactly I am not 100% there and I acknowledge that and I'm just like okay that is fine with divine timing and with the right person Mm -hmm. and has to feel right and good then I'll happily welcome it in but at the moment like I am totally fine without it too like I'm not (laughs) yeah Yeah, like needing that right like that's the thing with magic is that um it works with you if you have like the least resistance to it Mm, yeah if you're let's say not you but like if somebody is out there like you know working on a prosperity or wealth spell wealth spell for instance let's say that Mm -hmm. like um let's say a couple months go down the line and it's like oh i haven't really noticed like that they, they, they'll say stuff something um, around the lines of like oh yeah like I I did this spell and like I I'm not like a millionaire or some shit like that right <laughs> yeah well like for instance like you when you do prosperity spells or wealth spells like you kind of have to it, it breaks down barriers you know where it's like okay well like what makes like a wealthy person like, you'll mm-hmm. notice that, like, you're going to be, like, looking at your spending or, like, where you're allocating your funds and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, you might be even, like, budgeting or you might even have, like, these, like, I don't know, like, I like to call them, like, these downloads of information <laughs> yeah. where, like, oh, dude, I could do this, like, as, like, a business prospect or, like, 
hey, I, I've been wanting to, like, study and focus more on, like, these, like, on, like, a career change and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Money doesn't, like, necessarily have to, like, land on your lap. Yeah. But, like, there, there are ways for you to become more prosperous. And yeah. that's, like, what's really handy about, like, um, prosperity, wealth, or, like, money magic. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm going to, like, have, like, someone sent me a thousand dollars like in two days I could I mean I very well could yeah but like for a lot of instances for people like if you're not really doing much to go ahead and generate like money yeah you're going to have like these like downloads of ideas to do so you get me yeah (laughs) and then the cool thing is too I think that um it's cool that it always shows up in the way you don't expect it to like let's say like like obviously you can't try to light up a candle and try to manifest winning a lottery like what are the odds of that there are like so many different ways to get money and not winning a lottery (laughs) so yeah it's like yeah that it shows up is always very unexpected and not how like you think it would it's like usually it's even better yep yeah no absolutely (laughs) like um I guess uh I'll go ahead and like give like an example yeah um Sometime around, I would say late February, I did some sort of like spirit invocation where like, hey, spirit, like I need a job, like I need a new job. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is a time where like I I had like a seasonal gig after coming back from my traveling um, and I like my seasonal gig ended and I just needed like money coming in. This is before like the time of COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I did that and specifically on my petition, I wrote down like something around the lines of like, okay, this is like a job where like I'm a perfect match for, I can have my colored hair and it wouldn't be a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, like maybe like about two weeks later, I get a phone call from like this job that I applied for like a month or two ago. And I'm like, oh shit, dude, like I I totally forgot about this. Okay, cool. So I go ahead and have my interview and, you know, um, hit it off really well. I had my second interview a couple days after. And um, one of the concerns was, um, she was saying like, oh, but I don't know if we can have, let you have silver hair. So she talks to like her, like the general manager. Mm -hmm. And then the general manager was like, oh, actually it's funny because like a couple days ago, they approved that like people can start having like uh, silver, like lilac colored hair. And I'm like, what? what? (laughs) 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 So... Um, yeah, no, it, it works in unexpected ways, but mostly in a way that has like the least resistance to it. Like I obviously kind of needed like a job at that point or would mm-hmm. like to, you know, I wanted yeah. a job and it worked with me in a way that like I sent out this application that I totally forgot about. And yeah. then in some weird divine timing, <laughs> um, like, you know, I got called up and then like a couple days before my interview like my hair was like approved like you yeah, know that's, that's like kind of that is straight up the line yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and I always say there's no such thing as coincidences like I don't right. believe in coincidences like at right. all <laughs> and also like I think like a week after I got hired over there 
um, that's when COVID happened. So I was able to file for unemployment because like, but you're still making money. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh shit. All right. This is a blessing in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with like candle magic and everything or just like magic mm-hmm. and spells in general, like, is it ever dangerous if not practiced carefully? Like I've always wondered that. Um, so dangerous. Um, it, it depends because the way I'm seeing dangerous right now is it's so um, I dress my candles with like a lot of herbs and stuff like that. So my <laughs> candles are like fully loaded. Um, There's this one time that like the energy that was like invoked from like working with the candle itself, like the whole candle like went aflame, like the whole entire like all the herbs caught on fire and I was like oh my goodness like and um luckily I had like a giant like plate that could go ahead and like try to snuff out the flame yeah so if we're talking about that kind of dangerous like if you're not careful and you're not within the vicinity yes oh like very, like, very like dangerous. dangerous like it could burn physically your house dangerous. down yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah right so there's that but I mean like in terms of like the results that you're like reaping from it yeah um if you're not specific and if you're not um like if you're not specific with your intent and you kind of give it a bit too much room for mm-hmm. things to manifest like I, that could be like an issue um personally knock on wood um i haven't quite I'm very careful. How's that? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very careful with, like, my intentions. Yeah, that's And funny. I'm very, very careful. And I'm specific, but not too specific where it's like, no, I need to meet this guy who has red hair. No, like, not like that. But yeah. um, I, I ensure that things come to me peacefully, mm-hmm. happily. Yeah. And like gently (laughs) (laughs) the wording on your petition is extremely important like um I'm sure like there's some people out there who've heard stories about like oh you know someone did candle magic where like the person wanted to go ahead and manifest like ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars and then it ends up that that person got into a bad car accident and I mean, they did get the money from the insurance claim, but... Oh, but not in the way they wanted to. Yeah. Uh. So I think um, just as like an advice, it, it, it helps to be specific. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, with candle magic that you, because of like how powerful and rapid the manifestations can come, especially with working with the element of fire, um... I I strongly advise people to like kind of like get in touch with like your heart's desire as to Mm -hmm. why you're manifest or wanting to manifest something and like really like analyze the details. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember my first time doing candle magic and then I didn't have any prior like practice. I didn't ask anybody for help Mm -hmm. and I got a bunch of black smoke and I took that as like, a bad sign. I was like, oh my God, this is going <laughs> yeah. badly. This is not 
and then like it was like smoking up my whole entire room it was like very powerful like the flame was just mm-hmm. dancing so quickly and there was so much black smoke coming out so is that like a sign that some it's going wrong or like they yeah like some kind of negative energy there right right um so there are two things so it could either be like the wick on the candle which is it's just a bad wick but especially if it was um profusely like um like dancing and like there's just like a bunch of soot and like a bunch of like black smoke that usually means that there's like a lot of like obstacles or opposition that this like that you're working with mm-hmm. like if you're not working with any sort of spirit invocation and it's just like you know like you like trying to harness like this energy that usually is a sign that like there's a lot of opposition and there's like um I wouldn't really call it much negativity but like it's not going to reap like the best results yeah or the easiest results you know yeah and then plus like when you are doing this like candle magic you should feel a sense of calm afterwards like okay this is like working for my highest good and I think when I did that particular spell like I was like okay this is not for my highest good like yeah yeah, I think I had that feeling I was listening to my intuition like nope this is not good for you like yep stop doing it (laughs) yeah it's crazy because um like the emotions that you feel when doing candle magic it usually tells you like the outcome of like what the feeling of the general outcome will be you know i've i've done like candle magic where like i've had to do like a spiritual cleanse Mm. and you know like throughout the whole duration of me doing it like it felt so light and so like like I don't know like light <laughs> light again <laughs> yeah but um I, I felt like a lot of my worries were washed away Ooh. and um I've done like different types of magic like I've, I've done like banishing magic where like banishing magic that is uh, I haven't heard of so that. oh okay I mean like I, a banishing spell oh okay yeah. so I've done like banishing spells where like you really kind of have to harness like whatever that negative feeling is and like transmute it into something that's like lighter, you know? Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to, at first when you do it, you, you feel like, okay, I'm building up all this energy and I'm like really coming face to face with like these negative emotions or like negative people that are in my life or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. That you're trying to banish. And it's like extremely uncomfortable like when you do it, it it can be like for me, it was really uncomfortable because I was really working with some like heavy, like feelings and heavy people at that time. Mm -hmm. And upon like banishing, doing my banishing spell, you transmute it into this feeling of like, okay, this is how it's going to feel like, like immediately after these people are gone, after these people are away from my life, like I'm going to be happy and serene. And like sure enough like after doing so like you you 
it, it, there's like this weird reflection that you have like days after or weeks after we're like oh why do I feel so calm all of a sudden <laughs> oh it's because like I've banished whatever negative energy whatever negative emotions or people that were in my life and mm-hmm. sure enough like those people like had nothing to do with me anymore oh. it, it, it's yeah. a very uh calming and very like um successful feeling you know yeah yeah totally get that and then when like now that I know a little bit more about it for me it's just like the magic is you you know the magic is already within you you don't really need to light up a candle because like the the candle is just like the visual representation of what you're trying to accomplish right so I always like I don't know I I always like to tell people that like you're the magic is already in you like you already got this (laughs) no yeah absolutely like um with like every like witch magician whatever you want a magical practitioner Mm -hmm. um that's kind of like the goal where like you you want to get to a point where you don't really need like all this like paraphernalia Mm -hmm. to reap like this manifestation or reap the goals of what you're trying to manifest um it helps it absolutely helps to have like your five not your five senses but your senses to be like engaged yeah that's what makes it feel like a lot more real to you Mm -hmm. but like ultimately like there's some magicians out there that like they they don't need like a wand or like fancy garb or like handles or anything because like they've like highly trained their mind that like oh like i i can alter the way I feel I can alter the way my reality goes yeah and that's that's very very powerful that's why like yeah. I'm always like keen on like hey like you guys should like you know like watch what you're saying or watch your thoughts like it's yeah. it's really really important to yeah. like practice mindfulness oh yeah and even with like um you know when I'm people first learn about manifestation, like, oh, I have to be happy all the time. Otherwise, I'm not going to get this thing. Right. But then it's like, you have to live with like those, um, like, quote, unquote, negative feelings, too. Like, right, exactly. They coexist. And then the exactly. key, like you talked about resistance earlier, is not resisting those feelings, is not sending judgment to those feelings, but accepting it and letting it pass. Yeah. No, that's... Um... It's it's really important to like be in touch with your negative feelings, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> um, because like that's where the desire for something for wanting to improve comes yeah. from. You know, like oh geez, like I feel like this whole fucking year has just been like gosh, the dark night of the soul. Or yeah, whatever. like, what more, like, what else can happen? Just, like, it's already uh, crashing and burning. Let's add yeah. some more fire to it. Let's put the- No, let's, no, like, no, half of the West Coast is on fire already. I know. Yeah, so hopefully that doesn't happen anymore, but that's right. how it literally, fe- it feels like the world is, like, crashing and burning. Yeah, no, but, like, um, I'm not a, like, I, I'm not really like an astrologer or anything like that, but I, I follow into like a lot of like astrology, whether it's like Western tropical uh, astrology or like Vedic sidereal. Mm-hmm. But um, no, this this year like it's it's definitely tested like a lot of people where like you have to we we've spent how many years like trying to like 
distract ourselves. Oh, and now, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. And then now, like, more than ever, it's just like, oh, no, dude, like, <laughs> whatever planetary alignments are going on right now is, like, telling you, like, hey, like, you really want, like, shit to, like, go well in your life? Like, think about what's happening, like, within you and, like, what's happening outside, like, in your community and stuff. And, like, what can you do to better yourself? And what conscious yeah, no. decisions can you make? in order to like make a better life for you and everybody else yeah and especially during quarantine too like so many people couldn't sit with themselves they just couldn't handle like you know being in their thoughts because they're too they're always way too distracted with whatever is going on so Mm -hmm. like like that time was just like okay now you're forced to sit with your shadow self you're forced to like face them like you know and then work your way through them (laughs) yeah yeah it was pretty crazy like well because I'm I'm generally like an introvert so like I could spend like days like just like keeping to myself and not really having much real like social interaction Mm -hmm. but it was just so interesting like to see the world like shut down for like three months and then like everyone Mm -hmm. being like dude like what the fuck am I supposed to do like I can't spend like another day with like myself and my thoughts. And it's like, oh, you should, you, you should try to like, you know, like have a little bit of fun with like the things that are going down, like in your deep subconscious. Yeah. Sometimes it's not fun. Like I think like anyone that kind of goes through like a uh, dark night of the soul or like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whenever they face their shadow self or do any sort of shadow work, it's like it it could be really heart-wrenching yeah but like I think um when you can transmute I keep on saying that word but I think transmutation is like extremely important in magic if you can transmute like the darkest things within you and turning it into something much better for yourself or like knowing that like this is like a flaw in me, but I know I could like, I could work that out. Yeah. It, it, it's like extremely powerful. It's a very empowering feeling. So in a sense, like I feel like everyone during this like pandemic has somewhat had to be like a magician. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think we all have it in us to, like, get in touch with, like, source or our divinity, especially. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping and praying that people out there are, like, you know, making the most out of these weird, dark times that we're experiencing. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, I know it's just, like, it almost feels like it's been a really transformative year and it's like it's meant to happen for people to like go through this like as bad as everything happening right now Mm -hmm. like I really do think like okay something needed to happen so people could wake up exactly Yeah. yeah so um to close I'm wondering if you have any final message or advice you want to give listeners who may want to like dabble into witchcraft magic oh absolutely um so I think with anybody who works with magic um if you're looking on or if you're looking for like 
certain spells to work with, I, I highly, highly, highly recommend that uh, people start learning protection spells. And the reason why I say that is because once you work with magic, you're much brighter on the astral realm or like the non-physical realms. Um, and if you don't have that many layers of protection on you while you perform magic, it leaves you more susceptible for like spiritual attacks or for, I guess I'd say like darker entities and stuff like that to be within your like auric field, if you will. Mm -hmm. So how that tends to manifest is like maybe you have like these series of like bad dreams and you don't have much of an explanation mm -hmm. or like you have like weird like pains that like appear in your body and you don't know why just like strange things that you normally wouldn't like that you don't really have much of an explanation of like that's an example of how like um negative entities can attach onto your auric field and such mm. So, I mean, you know, like, I'm sure, like, with you, too, with working with Reiki, like, it's important to, like, ground yourself after, oh, yeah, like, for doing, sure. yeah. Because, like, when you're, especially when you're connecting with all these different people with different energies, you don't know what is getting attached onto you. Like, yeah. sometimes I would just feel sad, and I'm just, like, crying, and I don't know You don't, why. you have no reason why, yeah. right? Exactly. That's, um, that's why it's really important for people to start, like, protection spells or protection rituals mm -hmm. and then also to learn how to cleanse yourself and banish like whatever energies that you're working with especially if you're working with like particularly darker heavier energies um it, it's really important to know how to banish yeah um also another thing i guess like this is more this isn't really like more so for like um, anyone that's like interested in magic but I do have a recommendation for people who are just generally interested in like um, like doing any sort of like reality alteration if you will mm -hmm. um, there's this book that I've read by uh, the author is Pam Grouter let me yeah, Pound Grout. Sorry, I'm trying to uh, remember her. There oh, no worries. I'm, I'm about to write this down. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So her name is Pam Grout, uh, P-A-M-G-R-O-U-T. And the book is called E Squared. So E and then two. <laughs> and um, she pretty much talks about how like your mind is like extremely like powerful in terms of like manifesting or attracting certain things into your life it's not so much as like I I'm sure like a lot of people have like either watched or read like the secret but it's oh not yeah my dad forced yeah. me to watch that years ago yeah, right like, oh my gosh then after a few years I forgot about it then I rewatched right. it and I started to get back into like you know waking up pretty much like after my break right. so then I watched it again yeah, I mean, uh, it's not really, like, too law of attraction-ish, but it kind of delves into, like, bits and pieces of, like, quantum science or quantum physics. Yeah. So for those who, like, don't, aren't really interested in, like, the woo-woo mysticism <laughs> that, like, I'm into. Yeah, I'll um, see here. <laughs> right, like, I think, like, 
I think that book is a great way to like uh, introduce yourself into like uh, reality alteration and yeah. pretty much having a better control of your life and the things that you want to bring into so your cool life. That, like um, manifestation can be like science can explain it too. Like it's yeah. not like the woo woo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Thank you so much, Nikki. I oh, thank you. Um, on my show. Um, oh, thank you. I really, I'm very honored. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, um, if you want to um, follow me on Instagram, it's Talks with Joe. And um, Nikki, if you want to share your Instagram to, like, uh, I'll also link it into in the description. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Feel free. Feel free. <laughs> okay. Thank you, you guys. I'll catch you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye.